Welcome, reporting to you live from Zoom. You are listening to Chais and Chisme, a podcast brought to you by the world of Feriela. I'm Jennifer, aka Fed, reporting live from the Pink Palace. And I'm Daniela, aka Ella, reporting to you live from the Sirena Oasis. Ooh. Yeah. And I added a new addition today because today our topic is embracing our femininity. And so I was like, let me put my, my Dream Girls record up here, you know. Get get a little bit more feminine energy up in here. I love it. I have been waiting for this one. This is my favorite. Well, this is probably my favorite one. I always say that about every single podcast. We need to have a counter for that. How many times I'm like, oh, it's my favorite one. Um, Yeah, this is my favorite one. I am so excited to talk about this because, man, femininity, man, a game changer for me. Um, But yeah, but I'm like super excited. You know, I love our looks today i love that we kind of like go with our backgrounds y'all i'm probably fading into my background Mm -hmm. um for all those of you watching (laughs) Um, for those of you listening i am a vision in pink i'm wearing she is i'm like all pink today i love that you are a vision in pink you're a vision Mm -hmm. in pink and i am well let's talk about the elephant in the room (laughs) because probably some of you are like daniela your hair where did it go? <laughs> I chopped it off. I chopped Yay. it off. Listen, y'all, in case you didn't know, know her, blah, 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 in case you didn't know, I'm a short hair queen. I love me some short hair. For me, short hair is femininity. And we'll talk about that more later, but I'm going to take off my mm-hmm. headphones so that y'all could see. Because also you guys are probably like, Daniela, your hair is hella wavy curly. I know. Oh my God. Show us the hair. Okay, here we go. I love it. I mean, she has heard this throughout the whole week. Um, For those of you listening, it is, uh, it's like a bob. It's a bob. It is like wavy, curly. It is so cute. I'd say it's like a chin length bob almost. Yeah, Yeah, it's a chin length bob. Um, And yes, it looks amazing for those of you listening actually if you want to see her hair um head over to our world of feriela instagram i'm pretty sure there'll be pictures up by the time this podcast is up and everything so yeah like go head over to our page you can see the hair for yourself because honestly describing it does not do it justice it looks amazing i love when people get their haircuts and they're like just feeling themselves i'm here for it i'm here for this haircut guys in the comments below everybody leave a comment telling daniela how great and then shout out to her handle i think is karina styles Karina styles you. Yes. Shout yes. out to Karina styles you. Uh, she did Daniela's hair. She also cuts my hair. But yes, you definitely see the talent in like a cut like Daniela's because uh, I just have, I just trim my hair. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Yeah. So I, I got like a whole lot, like my hand, my hair was mid length and mm-hmm. it is super short now. And like, I've been work, I've been on a hair journey. I, you guys have probably heard this mm-hmm. in the last few podcasts back when we talked about like our hair journeys and stuff. I've been on a hair journey to revamp my textured hair. And I think this is the full result because my hair, was so damaged. I hadn't had it cut in like a year and a half because a year ago, right before the pandemic started, I was like, oh, I'll get my, my hair cut in March. And then we all went on lockdown and I was like, okay, I guess I'll wait until the lockdown is over. And then it just kept getting extended, extended. And then during the holidays, I was like, I can't do this anymore. My hair was falling out. It was so damaged. I It was just so bad. And it was getting exponentially worse since December. Every week, it was like a shit ton worse. I was like, uh-uh chop chop it's time to go and I just told her I just like I want it real short 
I was like, I love mm-hmm. short hair, so let's do a bob and also like, let's get that damage out. So I think actually almost all of the damage is out of my hair. There might be like a few strands here and there, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks great. And this isn't the final result, y'all, because my hair, my weekend, my weekend, my birthday, <laughs> my birthday is coming up and I change my hair color. I always change my hair around my birthday because that's mm-hmm. just like the girl I am. And so I am going to be changing the hair color slightly. Y'all will see. It's going to be fun. But yeah, that's what that's what that's what I had going on in this last week. I cut my hair. I cut my hair. I cut my hair. It was a really really great part to my week. Um, I love it. Yeah, it was honestly it looks so good. And like like you said, it's just there's okay. There's like power in feeling like yourself. Because I will I would argue your hair before was still on the short side. Um, maybe getting to mid length. Um, because I've had all a variety of hair lengths on my head as well mm-hmm. um and yeah that mid-length one is such a such a big like what is it called like a big big parameters around what's considered mid-length hair i'd say it was getting to but i would still consider it short because your hair looked a little on the shorter side but this is like the hair that i know that you love to have on yourself and have mm-hmm. short hair and everything i think it looks great i love when people like oops i almost knocked my notebook over <laughs> um but i think that it looks like you know people feel just tend to carry themselves differently when they feel completely like themselves and like I love you. Oh my God. I feel every day that goes by, I feel more and more like myself mm-hmm. and I love it. I just like long hair looked or mid length, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Great on me. It did. And it was fun, but it's just, it, I don't feel like myself with it. Mm-hmm. Like something different. And I mean, it was fun, but like, uh, it's nice to have a change. It's not, honestly, cause like, I will say that with all of my hair lengths as well. Um, for those of you who, you know, knew me or like in high school and everything, I had, there was a point where I had really, really, really short hair, um, like borderline, not pixie cut because I have way too much hair for it to be a pixie cut, but it was very, very short. Um, like I didn't have enough hair to do a ponytail. That's how short it was. And I've had short hair that like, you know, back and forth like that my whole life and it is fun it's fun I've liked all of them I've never been like oh my hair looked terrible you know I've never felt that um and that was fun but I like the change I like the change and like you know sometimes when like like with my long hair I'll come so oh this is this is me this is me now but maybe in a couple of years I'll want to chop it off again right and then that'll be me then and so it's like yeah I love that I love to be able to this hair just gives you that it just gives you that ability to change and you know change things I love that Something y'all should know is that Bay is a Libra, and so she can be very indecisive, and every once in a while, we'll be on a phone call, and she's like, I just want to cut it all off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to, like, I want to do this to it, and I'm like, are you sure, or like, because you, you know, you got to commit to whatever you do. <laughs> yeah, guys, I almost shaved my head once. That was, uh, that'll be in the, and probably we'll talk about this later. Yeah, I almost shaved my head once. Not like I was, like, gonna sit there and do it, but I mean, like, I looked into videos. I looked, I followed a lot of people who either had like shaved and I was like, man, I kind of want that. Um, but again, I'm glad that in the moments like this, I'm so glad that I'm a Libra because I thought about it really extensively. Then I was like, never mind. You know what? Maybe not right now. <laughs> yeah. I will <laughs> say you totally could rock it though. I could totally see yeah. that on you. I really could. I, I just imagined your head, your head, <laughs> your hair mm-hmm. gone. I was like, she looks like a boss ass bitch. I think anybody, whatever you want to do with your hair, your body or whatever, that's your agenda. And if you feel good, that's all that matters. Cause I think, uh, something that we were talking about before, um, we hopped on was that like, I love her look on her. Why don't, why don't you, why don't you explain to our listeners what it is that you're wearing? 
Okay, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a vision in pink. So those of you who have always listened to us and do not watch us on YouTube, um, I always have these pink headphones on and they have little cat ears on them. Um, what's really interesting is that I've always been a dog person. This is like, a, here we go with tangents. I've always been a dog person. But this year, like this past year, I realized, you know what? I can see how I identify to cats. I can see why a lot of people are telling me, you're very cat-like. And I can see what they mean now. And now I'm like, I kind of want a cat. So now the, the headphones now kind of go with the aesthetic. So yes, they're pink uh, headphones that have little cat ears on them. They have lights as well, um, but I don't, never have them on. And then, so what I'm wearing is, I am wearing this baggy uh, off the shoulder, off the shoulders, because it's plural, <laughs> off the shoulders sweater. It has little pearl detailings on it. You guys can't see, but let me half stand. Um, yeah, it has little pearl detailings on it. It is super baggy, one of my favorite sweaters because I love to be swallowed up in fabric. It is textured. It has like a, like, I don't know what material this is, but it's very fuzzy and soft. It looks like kind of like wool. But it would be itchy if it were wool, yeah. Mm. And I would not be able to wear it because I've eggs. It's knitted. Uh, it's like a really yeah. pretty knitted sweater. It's a knitted and it has like little like, yeah, little hairs and everything. It's very fluffy. I love texture and especially when it's pink. Um, and then I'm wearing 10,000 necklaces. Um, so if you ever hear any, if our listeners hearing some clinking, it's probably me adjusting my necklaces. I'm wearing my brat necklace because that is who I am. Um, <laughs> and a couple of other ones and a little choker that's like little roses. And yeah, and then my makeup is very in my neutral browns pinks tones so yeah that's what I have on uh what about you why don't you describe to everyone what are you wearing so I have what I like to call the other end of femininity um I got like like we got we got my short hair you know right that's one thing mm -hmm. I am wearing um these like high-waisted slacks I suppose mm -hmm. that are like kind of they're skinny and mm -hmm. they have like a cinch they have this like folding on the on the waistline you mm -hmm. can't see that i'm not gonna show you that um, because i'd have to get up but i'm also wearing i'm wearing a white lace bralette i'm wearing a white lace bralette some of y'all are like with a shirt on top with the top where's the top at that no is the top. <laughs> that is the top y'all i'm very i've always been this way even when i didn't have tiggle bitties when i was mm -hmm. a part of the tiny titty community um i i like i was always very like i used to tell my mom mom if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> my mom hated it. She was like, if your grandfather was awake, he would say, mija, tapate porque se te va a mosquear. And essentially that means um, cover up because the flies are going to come. Essentially like fruits, melons, flies, you know. Like, uh, cover, the, okay. cover the fruits, cover the goods. But cover I, the fruits, yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Like, here's the thing with Daniela. You, uh, nobody tells Daniela what to wear. Never has, never will. That's, that's, that's my opening line when someone wants to get serious with me. I'm like, nobody tells me what to wear. Just so you know, in case you, in case you're thinking that like the, the mo when people try to tell me what to wear, I just laugh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, I, I, I have no room for people who are like super jealous because I, I do what I want. <laughs> I do what also I want, but I'm also very loyal. Yeah. But imagine like, that's just how, how are you going to tell somebody don't wear that? <sighs> yeah. anywho i have this this white lace bralette it's really cute mm -hmm. and on top um but it's completely open so you can see the white lace, brace, mm -hmm. lace bralette i have this um it's it's actually not it's like a cropped blazer and it mm -hmm. like cinches at the waist and the blazer is red and navy stripes all over um it's really cute and then i have also some layered necklaces i have this necklace that i got 
from Pure One Imports back when I used to work at Pure One Imports back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it looks like coins, essentially. Yeah, I love it. And it has little, some of them have rhinestones and it has like a chain, like a thick chain that holds it together. And then I have a classic 90s choker. You know, those ones that like stretch over your head. Yeah. I have one of those. I got a red lip going on. I got my hope. I got my hope in. I got, you know, just, uh, I got my red brows too. They're not complete for the listeners. They're not completely red. It's like my natural hair color, which is like black, dark brown with like a mm-hmm. tint of red, which also, can I just say with my hair being mostly black right now, I keep forgetting how black my hair is. I'm always like, yeah, my hair is like dark brown. And then I've cut my hair and I'm like, nah, bitch, your hair is black. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean dark brown? That shit is black. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that's that's my aesthetic. Very open, exposed, very like, I got a blazer. I love it. And I'm kind of like, I, I like to think of myself as like a boss bitch in this outfit. I feel like a queen. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. And so that's like, actually what we're going to touch upon is that, yeah, like the queen. See, like the thing is, you feel like you said that word, you feel like a queen, you feel like a boss bitch and everything. Um, in my look, I definitely feel like like a princess, but like a modern day princess, because you know, I'm not wearing a crown, nothing like that. I'm wearing my mm-hmm. headphones. But like I said, like, I feel like a modern day princess or like an angel or like angel baby. Like that, that's what I go for. I love the softness and the delicateness of it. Um, it's very like, yeah, I totally like my hair. I can't even talk about my hair. Uh, my hair is also down. It's all down in its natural state. I love to wear my hair down and long and not put it up as much. Um, so I love that. I'm also wearing some lacy bralette stuff under my baggy sweater, but it's more of like a, a peak moment it is not a uh here it's not I the centerpiece. <laughs> it's not the centerpiece. It is a peak moment. It is like, a, oh, blink and you missed it. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but I love it because it contrasts the bagginess of the sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I am so excited. And speaking of princessy, flowy things, okay, for those of you who listened to the podcast last week, um, where I talked about the gift that Daniela gave me, I wanted to share that with you guys. Because um, I talked about the princessy thing and my eye immediately went here. Uh, so I have the confidence jar that I was talking about. I thought that this really fit in with today's topic. And like I mentioned, the bow and just this fabric that I just love. It's very, it's like a tool. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's tool. It's like white iridescent. Yes, it's white iridescent. And it just looks so floaty and pretty. Like I feel like a ballerina would wear something like the this. And I pink, love it. The pink gold glitter looks really, really good with the light. It looks, yeah, it looks it amazing. Looks really good. Oh my God. I'm showing you guys the whole jar. It's covered in glitter that it's a mixture of like a baby pink and a gold that I did, like a champagne gold and baby pink. And it gives you this really cute, soft pink with like some gold reflex in it. It is amazing. This is, this is on display in my room and I love the pink and the gold because yeah, my, my necklaces are gold. I love to, yeah, we'll talk about that. I love to juxtapose like gold with pink. They tend to really complement each other. Mm-hmm. So I wanted, since I was talking about this and I said princessy and the bows kind of like it drew me to this. So I want to share with you guys the confidence jar because I promised I would. Um, and I'm going to read from it so you guys can see. So let me. Oh my God. I wonder which one you're going <laughs> to. No, I'm nervous. If there's like I'm, some- I'm nervous too because I think there's one in there <laughs> that we may have to pause and re-record if you pull. Hold on, I'll just I'll read it and then pull another one if it's that. And I'm gonna mix them. Let me mix them up for those of you who are uh, you know listening. That sounds amazing. It's an ASMR moment. Your uh-huh. necklace gave them an ASMR moment earlier. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I mixed it up. Let me. Oh, oh. There's one trying to come out. Nope. All right. Let me pull from the bottom. Okay, I pulled a purple piece of paper, right? Mm -hmm. Let's see what it says. Fingers crossed, Lord. (laughs) I love this. Okay, this one says, 
You are a diamond, baby. I love that. It's a cute one. I love this one. This is going back in. (laughs) So yeah, guys, that is the idea of the confidence jar. That was a confidence boost for all of us, for all of you listening, all of you watching. Listen Uh, to it. Yes, listen to it and believe it. Something I like to do is that I tell it to myself until it starts to make sense. So I will look in the mirror and I don't feel like a diamond, but I'll be like, you are a diamond. And it'll usually start with, you're a diamond. 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 You are a diamond. God damn. Yes, I am a diamond. And that's kind of like the progression of what happens. You just say it until you start to believe it. And sometimes it's not in one sitting, but like, that's the idea with the confidence chart. It's like when you're not feeling great, it's like something to remind you like, Hey, like you're awesome. Or like, Hey, it's okay. Like it's filled with like, really like, like either just things like that or like everybody falls sometimes stuff like that. And a few personal ones too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just meant to elevate and, and remind you that uh, you're amazing. I love that. You know what? Like it's, uh, it's, it was good. And honestly, when you're already feeling great, because today I woke up and I was feeling great, um, it tends to just make you like reaffirm that or make you feel better. Because then I read it and I was like, you are a diamond. I'm like, oh, I feel like a diamond today. I feel like I'm, I feel I feel shiny today, whatever that oh, word yes. means. I feel shiny today. Um, and so that, that is, I will, that just reaffirmed it to me. So yes, I love that. These are great gift ideas, guys. Um, it was a good idea. And it's in display. It's a, if you make it super pretty, like Daniela did, is a great display piece. It's here in the background. Uh, for those of you listening, I have it displayed on my little setup. Awesome. Yeah. How was your, how was your week, by the way? Cause we talked about my week in my haircut. Cause that really defines my week. It's been me about <laughs> my hair, to be honest. But how was uh, my week? My week was actually better. Uh, you know, last week I had talked about how I had a hard, you know, start to the new year. Cause I just wasn't doing good. I just didn't feel good. Um, I definitely felt an improvement. I would say I wasn't bouncing off the walls of energy and happiness, mm-hmm. you know, but I definitely felt an improvement. I, uh, you know, I, where we'd get up and I didn't feel like I had to push through uh, to work, but I was relieved when it was the weekend. I was like, Ooh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely felt better this week. So I had a better week. Um, I didn't, I didn't have any monumental, I don't have a monumental change, like a haircut or nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I guess my, my accomplishment, my, the thing that defined my week was that I had a better week. So yeah, yeah that, that was how my week went. Yeah. Also, just like a quick note, because I'm realizing right now that this uh, video is going to come out the day after Biden is inaugurated. We all know that this week is already kind of crazy. So hopefully this um, this podcast um, is a nice distraction from whatever happened on Wednesday, whatever went down and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's always, it's, it's, it is good. Uh, as y'all can tell from last one and this one, I can get a little political sometimes. That's not we're here, what we're here to do, but I do want to just say it's, it's, it's good to one, be aware, acknowledge and all of that stuff and, and do whatever work you need to do to, um, be a part of change or whatever it is that your agenda is, but it's also healthy to take time for yourself and have some balance. And, um, for me, listening to podcasts is a good way where I can refuel because I, I am very like, I can be very like invested in all of this stuff, but I always have to take some time to like, be like, all right, I'm going to step away from the news real quick. And I'm going to like watch a podcast and get my mind on something else so that I can refuel my energy because otherwise I drain my energy and then I don't have any energy to put out in this, you know, long-term 
again, whatever your agenda is, WAF is for everyone, mm-hmm. all walks of life. So we're also not trying to dictate what your what your agenda should be. Um, mm-hmm. Just 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 a reminder that it's. I think it's healthy to do both. There's no it's, be aware, but also um, make sure that you always take care of your mental health. So that is our disclaimer for yes. today. And I guess with that, we will just like jump right into it. We are embracing our femininity today. We are. Before we jump in, the usual thing, I have sock cam for you guys. Um, You're probably wondering, why does she always wait right before? Guys, I almost almost always forget. (laughs) Yeah, as we saw from last podcast, it was a nice transition segment. (laughs) Yeah, so this one is just a random tangent that we're going on before. Uh, But I want to show you all my socks. I just kept forgetting while I was talking about my outfit that I was like, wait, the socks go with the outfit. All right, because we are talking about femininity today. That was a theme with the socks. So let me go ahead and show y'all my socks. All right. Oh my God. Wait. Ooh, those are cute. Okay. 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 Let me describe them. So she got some crew socks on. If y'all haven't noticed lately, we've been into the crew sock stuff. It's a nice dusty pink. It matches her curtain background. So for my listeners, she's got a dusty mauve type pink. At least that's how it's coming across. The uh, heel and the toe are a gray. Think of like a sweatpants gray, but like half a shade darker. There's beautiful little clouds all over. And if I'm not mistaken, she's She's got a horse, a colorfully maned horse. I think it's a unicorn. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn, a colorfully maned unicorn. The unicorn is white and its mane consists of like purple, different shades of darker pinks. And there's like a yellow in it. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. So those are my socks. I love the clouds because, like I mentioned, it like the angel, angel baby kind of theme we're going with. Uh, I when I saw the the clouds, I was like, yes. And those socks are from a nine nine cent store. So yeah, yeah guys, don't this. And like, sadly, wanna... huh? I, I was just gonna say, and sadly today for you guys, I don't have socks um, because I'm barefoot. <laughs> I'm I'm not wearing any shoes, mm-hmm. and I'm not about to show y'all my feet. Um, not that I have any issues with feet, um, but I. I just, I didn't do my toenails and uh, this isn't the foot cam. This is the sock cam. The foot cam. I love that. The foot cam, honestly, the, und- okay. I just undid my toenails last night. Like, I, okay. Again, more on the tangents. <laughs> guys, but my toenail polish always lasts really long, but then uh, there comes a point where it just looks so bad. Like it, it was on, but it was chipped in some parts and then it had grown out. It was so bad. Like I, I had to take it off because I was tired of looking at it. So, you know, yesterday I undid them and I was like, well, no one's going to see my feet. So I didn't even bother putting on another color. So I, I feel you on that one. The fact that like, I haven't It's also my winter. Like, okay. Like I, I, will, see my feet. I will say, yeah. I will say I low key. Yeah, dude. I, I, and we're at stay home orders. Like who the fuck is yeah. in my feet right now? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, um. Yeah, like I low-key want to do my my toenails, which I might just for self-care. But like it's just such a waste because I put shoes on every day. So like, yeah. but right now for whatever reason, I didn't feel like putting on socks. I just have my flip-flops on. Um, but yes, now diving in to our topic, embracing femininity, our favorite, <laughs> our favorite episode, our favorite yes. episode. So I guess uh why don't we start with like would you define yourself as someone who's feminine and have you always like, what is like, what's, what's your, what's your journey with that? 
Okay, so I would say the way I define, oh my goodness, guys, we just saw I almost knocked my whole setup down. So I'm trying to cross my legs. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry, I have to get comfortable because I know that this is going to be like, this is going to be the topic. I'm about to be long winded on this one. Um, <laughs> heads up, I say we're not long winded on every podcast. So, right. yes. Femininity. Um, I definitely do consider myself to be a feminine person. The way I define femininity, at least for me personally, not like, oh, if you don't look like this, then you are not feminine. It's not like that. It's for me, how I feel the most feminine, define femininity for me. It's like I said, I love to wear pink. I love things that are soft in texture. I love things that are a little more. I, I, I definitely agree with you with the whole like, you know, exposed or feeling a little more. I love things like that. I feel like the top is more feminine when the shoulders or like the chest area is out or that kind of thing. I love that femininity. I love. Okay. So I guess the words that I would associate with femininity are soft, um, delicate, um, airy, floaty, like this little tool material whatever tool whatever when you see tool that feeling you feel that's what i describe femininity as something that's very like princess-like and soft browns and pinks and soft colors not saying that everything has to be pink to be feminine because i also love soft blues so Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so i'd say something more softer delicate airy cute you know so Mm -hmm. that's what i would describe femininity for me um but have i always been feminine no guys this is weird i know this is the shocker of the century Uh, I was not. I definitely, um, if you asked me about maybe even three years ago, if you asked me three years ago, I've been like, what's your favorite color? Um, I would not have said pink. Pink would have not even been in the top three colors. I didn't have, I told myself I didn't have a favorite color at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have probably said gray or like black because I wore a lot of those colors. Um, I would, and then people told me, oh, list off some of your favorite colors. I probably would have said like turquoise, yellow. Yeah. It's very much of a shocker. I would have, pink would have not been in that list. Wow, seldom seldom do I see you (laughs) wear yellow and turquoise, actually. I think maybe yellow more. So that's, that's so interesting to me. Yeah, like those are colors that I definitely like to look at. And I definitely still do like to, you know, wear, wear yellow sometimes um, that I like to look at. But they're not colors that I think that I could decorate my entire room in or wear them. Uh, but yeah, the black and the gray, I do still wear that to this day. But that's what I would have said three years ago. And I would have never, again, like, um, I think before we were talked on the podcast, me and Daniela were talking about what if our uh, past selves would see us <laughs> right now? Um, if my past self, again, even three years ago, I'm not even talking about my past self in high school, even three years ago, my past self would have been like, oh my God, why are you wearing so much pink? God, what happened? Like, that's how my past self would have reacted. Um, so I was not very feminine uh, all the time. I definitely did not identify, it's so interesting, I did not identify so much with uh, pink and I did always wear makeup so that I did always wear makeup and, you know, do my nails and do my hair and everything. But I did not really identify with what I described right now as what I view as feminine now. Mm -hmm. I definitely would never have described myself as a princess. I would have never been like, I want princess long hair. I want to wear, I want to feel all floaty and airy like tool. I'm baby. (laughs) I would have never, I I think actually, I might have actually still said I'm baby. I think I've been baby. (laughs) Yeah, I've been baby my whole life, but I will say, when I said I'm baby, but I don't think I would have described myself as like a princess or a little angel and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I would have never worn glitter. I'm like, a, I'm notorious for putting glitter on my body sometimes. And like, I would have never done oh, that. That's before. what I forgot to do. I'm putting it on later. <laughs> I forgot to put glitter on them titties. I will, yeah. I will definitely do that later. 
That's yeah, and like that, yeah. So like, I this word for putting glitter on myself and all these other things. I would have never thought that I liked dainty little chokers like this, like little small gold chokers. I would have been like, wait, what are my big clunky necklaces and what? And like, I would have definitely never thought that. And so I think that I was not feminine um, my entire life. This is definitely embracing my femininity is a newer journey for me. But like I said earlier, damn, is it a game changer? Because mm-hmm. damn, I've never felt as happy as I do now. Yeah. What about you? How do you describe your femininity? Have you always been feminine? Okay. My femininity is a very, I guess we'll get into this more, but my femininity isn't so much like, I guess I would, the way that I would see your femininity is um, yours leans more towards what the general public sees as feminine, Mm -hmm. like, like as like, like classically feminine. Um, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's beautiful. Um, whereas my femininity is very, I guess, um, I think you and I talked about this like last week is very like sex forward. Yes. Is very, very, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm very also, I'm really big on like kind of really in your face, um, looks like just embrace. I'm very, I've always been very big on embracing my body and, um, and just, and just like wearing what I want. So like, I've always been like mini skirts kind of girl, crop tops. And like more recently in the last few years really got into like wearing bralettes or like shirts like that. Like y'all, I would straight up go out to eat with my friends like this. I would go grab like some mimosas somewhere with my friends. Like, I don't like, like, you know, this is, you think, oh, like what kind of event would you be going to <laughs> anyone, anyone? Cause I, I really like to dress like this. Um, I also like to take I think I talked about it in one of the, or maybe you and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. I like, I like um, feminine things with rough edges. So very like I've been lately really defining my um, my I guess my style and femininity, and it's and my femininity is in changing the rules, in being defiant. You know, like for example, for me, short hair is so feminine. Like for most people, I've gotten this, I've gotten this so many times. So I guess now everyone will know how I feel about this comment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always get like the comment that people are like, like for example, when my hair was on, oh my God, your hair looks so good this length. I love this. Like, I love this. This looks great. And it's very dismissive to my short hair. And I've also had people say like, oh, I bet you would look really nice with long hair. And I'm like, what the frick are you trying to say about my short hair like you got a problem with my short hair or like there's always like women look really good with long hair like I hear that all of the time and that like I get it but it's just not me for me I grew up in a home where my mom wasn't the girliest person at all she didn't teach me how to do makeup but I'm teaching her how to do makeup now I taught myself how to do makeup and it's just because it's something I like um but I grew up with a mom who had a pixie cut. And for me, that was so feminine. I, when I was, um, when I was a kid, cause my dad was like a, from the rock and roll age. And so he had really long hair as a teenager and his siblings sadly cut it off. And like, they always <laughs> talk about how he was crying when they chopped off his hair, they cut his hair cause his hair was super long. And so his thing, my dad always tries to live his dreams through us when we were little. So he wanted us to have long hair. I was not allowed to cut my hair. I was not allowed to cut my hair. Um, it was super long down my back, like to my butt. Like, and actually when I think about it, it was kind of curly. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, actually the ends were like, they would spiral. Anywho, 
I got upset once about that. And I was like, I want to cut my hair. And so I took my brother, who's like a year younger than me, my partner in crime, John Luca. Mm-hmm. And um, while my parents were in the kitchen on a Sunday night at 7 p.m., we have school the next day, I grabbed some scissors and I chop chopped my hair and I cut his hair too. And that can be a story for another time. But like for me, having short hair always felt so feminine, just felt mm-hmm. so cute. Like for me, like my example of femininity was someone with a pixie cut. And I just always wanted to have short hair. So I've, I've gone through like, I think that was the longest my hair had been. And since then, sometimes it'll get mid-length, but most of the time it's shoulder length. It's yeah. short. It's been short. I've had bobs for so long and like I'll switch up like the way that I, the, what the thing I switch up now is more the color. So I love short hair. For me, short hair feels super, super feminine. It's also really fun. It's also very like, I just love defying people. I really do. People are like, oh, you should cover up more. And I'm like, <laughs> walks out in a bra. Like, <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, do not sexualize my body. Mm-hmm. Sexual- what was that? Better less clothing? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like, I, I've really liked like the blazers or like um, lately what I've been doing a lot too is like, I'll have like these really cute tops mm-hmm. and then I'll throw like a flannel like a flannel and like a belt. And I just feel so, I feel like such a woman, like such a badass woman. I really love that. And I, um, I love to throw on chunky boots, very like not girly dainty looking stuff. Very, uh, rough, very, Mm -hmm. very rough things. I always describe it. She describes herself as a princess. I describe myself as a queen. Uh, Don't call me a princess. Don't call me like, look to each their own, what you want to be. But for me, no, no, no. I'm the queen and I'm not building a kingdom. I'm building my queendom. Yes. Queendom. I love that. And also I, oh yes. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm very like independent woman. I like Mm -hmm. to do things on my, I'm learning to accept and receive help. (laughs) Um, But I I am, I'm very much like to be like a self-made woman you know, and I have this book back here that I put out on display today that I got. It's a notebook that I still not completely full. It's just the notebook I use for like everything. And it says uh-huh. a girl should be two things, who and what she wants. That is the kind of thing that I live by. And I think for me, femininity is however you define it. For me, if, cause like sometimes I've had like, you know, learning more about the LGBTQIA community, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I've wondered, are you non-binary? Like, that's something that I have had to consider. Um, and then I think about it, and I'm like, no, because I so strongly feel that I'm a woman, but I don't identify with a lot of those. So like growing up, I was a tomboy. Mm-hmm. I was a tomboy. I like, I have three brothers and I am very competitive. I'm very much rolls around in dirt. Like when we were doing the Christmas lights, I was the one on the roof putting the lights up. I was the one doing, I like to do the painting, the construction projects with my dad and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that's the kind of kid I was. I was, you know, I remember my friends would get new shoes at school and they were like, oh, I can't go in the grass. I can't get my shoes dirty. And I would be like, that's what shoes are meant for. Like, let's go run in the, I would be with all the boys. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot of guy friends and I still do to an extent, but like, because I didn't, I didn't identify with girls for a long time until I hit puberty was when my femininity really started to come forward. Um, I like hit puberty really, really young, like in fifth grade, I think it was 11. Mm-hmm. And 
um, I went, like, it was, like, night and day. I got really, really hyper-feminine. Like, I was, like, I think- I loved heard, it. If you've heard our first podcast, you've heard Bay talk about how I used to, in my backpack, I carried a handbag at a purse. There was, like, nothing in it. And I used to wear heels and, like, those pleated skirts, like, the frilly ones. And mm-hmm. I used to wear, like, all these, I wore, like, okay, growing up, up until- um, I came out, I would mm-hmm. say, well, actually up until like maybe the end of high school, my femininity looked like face. That's kind of what my femininity looked like growing up. And I liked it. It was, it was really fun, but it, it wasn't like me. And so I went like really hyper feminine. And then every year I changed my look and I kind of played with it. I think unconsciously I was trying to find myself. Like, mm-hmm. who am I? Like, what am I? Like, what, what do I really like? And I would try a look every year and then I'd be like, all right, I'm over it. I want to try something different. Mm-hmm. I'd say the look that I have now has like just been it's not been a different look it's been like progressing so like for me um when I came out I started embracing more and more that like for example like what I do with my hair is my choice what I do with my body hair is my choice what I do with like if I want to wear like I always talk about how like my my brother Gianluca has like he, that bitch is a fashion icon he yes, can fucking yes. dress. He can fucking dress. And sometimes I want to dress like him. Sometimes he's wearing these really cool, he'll have these like dope chino shorts that are navy with white stars. I was like, I want those. I want to wear those. Or he has like, he's a sneakerhead. So he's got like a ton of sneakers. I'm like, yes. I want all of those. I just, bitches be broke sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, he has, he has some really cool button ups and I'm like, I don't want to wear them the way he wears them. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want to dress exactly like him. Like I wouldn't wear a button. I would unbutton it. I'd have a bralette on. I'd have something waist high. I might tuck it in. I might roll up my roll up my my cuff my pants and wear either some sneakers with it. And I just feel so feminine like that. I feel like such a boss bitch. I feel like such a boss bitch because I feel like I don't always look what people expect. Or I I I'm I I sometimes I guess I can look intimidating because I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't wear whatever the fuck I want. I think, yes, I, that whole thing you said mentioned, like totally, I resonated with a lot of it. I also, as I revealed, like even three years ago, what it was not this, I don't even not who I am now. Cause I don't want to say I wasn't feminine. Cause I did wear makeup, you know, and all these other things. And I did do my hair and I've always existed. Like you've mentioned, like, uh, always knowing you're a woman. I also always knew I was a woman. Like I always, I'd never, I think I had moments where I also was like, like I didn't identify with women. So I also had a moment where I was like, am I a woman? Like I had a moments like that. And when I uh, cut my hair really short, like I mentioned in high school, um, I remember that I was like, when I used to wear a hoodie and like my little skinny jeans and sneakers, I used to think, uh, people used to be like, I think, oh my God, I bet everybody's thinking like, I look like a boy because I'm wearing a, a hoodie and everything. And I have my short hair. I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not wearing earrings. And I used to think feel that I used to feel that way. Sometimes. Yeah. And I used to be like, you know what? That's okay. I'd be like, all right. If they think I'm a boy, then okay. Like, I don't think I look like a boy, but if I seem like to Matt, to, mm-hmm. I'm okay. If people yeah. Me and that's boy. not to really quick. I just want to jump in. That's not yeah. to um, diminish anyone's experience with their gender. And the of validity course. of their gender, if yeah. they identify as non-binary, um, whatever your pronouns are. Our pronouns are, um, well, I, I'll speak for myself. My pronouns yeah. are she, her, hers, Aya, or AX mm-hmm. I like to use. Um, but um, that's just that's just my personal agenda. Like yeah. me, like I don't 
identify with like, and I can understand that too. Cause like there are like stereotypes and yeah. like gender norms on what a woman should look like, what a woman should dress like, what a woman uh-huh. should be. And I don't feel like you have to fit those norms to feel like a woman. If you yeah. feel like a woman, but you don't fit those norms, nor do you want to, mm-hmm. if you listen, if you feel like a woman, but you like to dress however the hell you want, like a, like someone who's non-binary, like a guy or whatever. But if you mm-hmm. feel like a woman, then you're a woman, you exactly. know, it's, it's whatever you define within. And, and I struggled that, with that for a while because I was just like, I feel like a woman, but like, I hate all of these things or like, I just don't, I don't like, cause like growing up, like I'm not, although I did start to look girly like you, I, um, I still didn't, like my personality didn't change. I still like to rough around. I still like, I'm not a, you'll see my nails for those of you who are listening. I have long nails right now. I actually want to cut them, but um, normally I've had long nails and there's nothing on them. These are my natural nails. They're very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get my nails done. I like, I, me neither. Maybe, <laughs> maybe once a year, maybe. I don't get pedicures done. I don't always have my toenails painted because it's just not something I've never gone. I've gotten a facial once for like my quince, but like I've never done like a spa day, you know? I don't like, I, 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 all of these salon things and I just don't do those. I do some of that stuff myself, but I have no desire to want to do that. I can't like, people are like, oh, I have to do that. And that's fine. If that's what you like to do, um, that's amazing. That's fine for too. Me, yeah. For me personally, it just never felt like something I wanted to partake in. People are like, oh, don't you want to like this? I'm just like, honestly, I, I could go my whole life and I'd be fine. I'm, I'm chilling. It's not something that gave me falta. And earlier you were talking about like your high school self. Honestly, if I walked up to my high school self, one, she'd be hella shocked. Mm-hmm. She would be so shocked because I look very different from high school. Very, mm-hmm. very different. I would, um, actually, I just sent this, um, video to you and picture of this, this, um, this girl who came out with the song, everybody, if you haven't heard it, it's so good. It's such a vibe. It's so like, it's like a reminiscent song of what you were like with your first love. And it's, um, and it's the song driver's license by mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo, I think is her last name. Mm-hmm. And I, I went on her Instagram and I was like, dude, why the fuck does she look like me when I was 17? <laughs> I was like, there is so much resemblance. She like body type exactly. Like that's, that's what my body type was when I was 17. Also, we yeah. have very similar facial characteristics, but I look super different because I was itty bitty. Also, my hair was all black. Mm-hmm. It was not wavy curly, you know, cause I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, my, the curves I have now were non-existent. The way mm-hmm. that I dress now is not at all what I dressed back then. I think about it and I wonder, I think I'd be shocked. I don't think I would recognize myself, but I do think, I think that that 17 year old Daniela, cause I'm about to turn 27. So this would be 10 years back. 17 year old Daniela would be like, wow, we're beautiful. Like, oh my God. Like, I think 17-year-old Daniela would be like, I grew up to be that. Like, I look like that. And it's like, it's weird for me because I've always thought, for whatever reason in my head, I've thought that like 27 is like a significant year for no reason. Just like my uh-huh. grandma was 27 is like this, this, and that. And like leading up to 27, I've been nervous. Like, ah, oh, do I look the way that I want to look? Do I this? Do I that? Like, what's going on in my life? I, I'm still trying to pick my shit up sometimes. And like, I'm not perfect. And I'm like, ah, but I'm about to be 27. This is supposed to be the year. It's like in the middle of a pandemic. But like, um, but actually I think 17-year-old Danielle would be like, 
oh, we finally accepted everything about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're finally comfortable in like, I'm like, I would be like, dude, we did the red hair. That's so cool. And I'd be like, your makeup looks awesome. And I'd be like, whoa, our boobs got really big. Wait, we have an ass now? <gasps> she, I think, I think. Oh my God. And then she would be like, oh my God, we got a tattoo. And I'd be like, yeah, and we want more. Uh, 17-year-old Daniela would be like, yay, we got a nose ring. Wait, we got two nose piercings? And I'd be like, yeah, and we want more. Um, <laughs> I think. 17 year old Daniela would be would be proud which is like nice to say out loud because in my active state I I'm like such an asshole to myself um whereas I think 17 year old Daniela would be like what are you talking about dude you're awesome yeah I love that about like you know seeing our past like you know selves and everything but like I was to backtrack on what I was saying is Mm. that like um when I was you know thinking to myself, I don't identify with girls at all and everything. And yeah. the whole, uh, when I had a moment too, and like you said, we're not, it's not to invalidate anybody. It's like, this was, this was just my personal experience yeah. and how I felt. Um, and I, for a while, I thought I didn't identify with girls, but like, I couldn't even at, at this age that I had this, you know, when I was like 17, 16, I couldn't even, didn't even know what non-binary was. So in my yes. brain, I was, well, I was like, I don't really identify with girls. And so then this is where it gets problematic. Um, and so I internalized this mentality about not identifying with girls, right? Um, so I identified this common mentality that, I, that I've that i seen places and I saw a lot of it too. So I didn't just come up with this idea of I'm not like other girls. That's mm-hmm. what the mentality that I picked up on. And that's how I identified myself because I was a girl, right? But I didn't identify with girls. And so I was like, I didn't want to, at that time, I did not wear makeup. I wore eyeliner sometimes and that was it. Um, I didn't, I hardly painted my nails. I didn't, wasn't even into fashion. Who am I if I'm not into fashion, right? But like, I wasn't even into any of that. I was very much into my little anime books, into like my mangas and like video games and reading. And I wasn't, and I wasn't really into anything really feminine. Um, And so I got identified that I internalized that idea of I'm not like other girls. And I, you know, I just cringe to say, it's just cringe for me to say guys, that I was very much one of those bitches that was putting down people for wearing makeup for being super feminine, for liking pink. This is, which is why, you know, you talk about how 17 year old you would have probably been really proud to see you. 17 year old me would hate on someone like me. Would, would it would be like, why is she wearing so much pink? Ah, so much makeup. She doesn't love herself. Like 17 year old you would have been like, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, I would have been like, well, that's us. What happened? Oh man, we conformed. Like that, that's what 17 year old me would have been like. And then you'd be like, no, you don't understand. This is the real you. Exactly. And I think that that's, um, yeah. And I, I think it's more like we talked about how, like for you, it's like being defiant against what is uh, traditionally deemed as female. Uh, for me, it's also a statement. Like the reason I love my pink and everything, it's a statement as well, because yes, although technically I know we always talk about this damned if you do damned if you don't, because technically speaking, I guess this is, this is acceptable for a girl, right? It's acceptable, mm-hmm. but in the lines of acceptable, this is also juvenile. For someone like I've I've seen before that in certain workplaces, if you do like a PowerPoint or present something professional to your workplace, you're not allowed to use pink font. Uh, you if you wear pink to a job interview, not taken seriously, um, and that p- this pink and is synonymous with femininity and therefore synonymous with juvenile. And that's what I that's what it's all. When I began to embrace this, I realized 
And because I, I used to have that mentality, right? I used to also, as 17-year-old me, I used to also think pink was juvenile. I used to be like, pink is for babies. <laughs> I'm a baby though, so. But I was like, yeah, I was like, pink is for babies. Because <laughs> that was told to me when I, back, way back in the day, uh, when I was a child, um, I loved pink. Pink was my first favorite color. We had been rolling strong since day one. I loved pink as a child. Um, was pink this, pink jackets, you know, pink shirts, pink pants. I loved pink a lot. My parents loved dressing me in it because they saw how happy it made me. Um, and so I got to a certain age where all of a sudden it was babyish to like pink. Yeah. Where uh, my friend group like pointed out how much pink I wore. They were like, you're wearing pink pants? Or they'd always point out to me, uh, like, and this is young enough to still be have recess. But even at this young age, people criticize me for wearing pink, mm-hmm. for liking pink, for my backpack having Barbie on it, right? They were, it's like, it's suddenly at a certain age, it was babyish to like those things. Mm-hmm. So I took that in and began to be like, you know what, maybe like, I don't like pink. And I was like, maybe I like green. So all of a sudden, all of my whole color palette changed. And since that initial changing of the color palette from pink to green or another color, it never went back to pink. This is the first time that I embraced the pink all over again. But ever since that initial time, never embraced the pink. I very and stopped embracing all of the other feminine. Or if I was feminine, I did not put that forward. The mm-hmm. fact that I like, uh, I did paint my nails back in high school. I did have the black nail polish. I'd be like, yeah, I paint my nails, but they're black. Or yeah, I paint my nails, but I like them to them blue. Or I would say things like that. Or I'd be like, yeah, I wear makeup, but it's black eyeliner. Like I would feel like a way to like, I would do my makeup, but I would somehow feel like I was better for not doing traditional feminine makeup, traditional nail polish, dressing traditionally feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's very much, this is a song that I, I guess if you if you like the song, that's okay, you know, like, but this is the way that I interpreted it. And I began to resent this kind of mentality with the song. But Taylor Swift's, um, is it You Belong With Me? Does she wear short skirts? Uh, I yeah. Wear yeah, yeah, I, that song. Nothing if you're wrong if you like that song, but that song to me. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it became so problematic to me because at that time I identified with that. I was like, I feel seen. Yeah, I wear bands, t-shirts. I don't wear skirts. I don't wear makeup yeah, fuck the cheerleaders. I'm not a cheerleader. I was always like that, right? And I so internalized that and became- I, mm-hmm. I liked that song, but I, I always used to be like, oh, but I wear short skirts, but I still love this song. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm not a cheerleader, but like, I was like, you, she wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. I was like, I don't like t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, days. I wore t-shirts a lot. Yeah, and like I said, I still do. And like I said, like, it's like, I resented so much of that. I resented so much of feminine things Mm -hmm. because I feel like in society, it is like, it's okay for you to like it if you're a little girl, because right, that's like you're pleasing mommy and daddy if you're like being a princess as a little girl. But then there comes an age where you have to grow out of that, where you grow up and then you're just streamlined into a whole different, because I would argue even this, this is not even pleasing to society. Yes, the pink is like a a feminine color, but this is still not pleasing to society. I think my look should be more grown up considering my age. I should be dressed up a different way because, you know, age, right? And so point is, um, I very much felt, wanted to reject that notion, the same like you wanted to reject the what feminine ideals, feminine roles, and that kind of thing, like, or the stereotypical 
uh, gender role, I wanted to reject that. But the way that I rejected it was, was a lot of negativity. And I, I'm going to call people out here. If you have that mentality of I'm not like other girls and that kind of thing, it's misogynist. It's rooted in misogyny. Okay. I was misogynist for thinking that and misogynist for thinking that uh, people who wore makeup did not love themselves or girls who wore short skirts were just looking for male attention and that I was better for wearing jeans all the time, you know? And so I think that that, and I definitely internalized and it took me so long to break out of that um, until I realized, I think a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago that I was like, you know what? Like I love makeup. And I love to talk about makeup and I love to talk about clothes. That is my, my favorite thing to talk about is clothing. And I realized that I'm like, you know, I shouldn't be seen as vapid and like stupid or like looking dumb girl things uh, because I like these things. And I, cause I remember, cause I always felt that I would be like, yeah, um, I, I like makeup, but I'm in school for a psychology degree. Uh, yeah, I like clothes, but that's not my life. It's like, so what if it is? So what if clothes and makeup and pink and girly things are my life? Um, does that make me any less of a person? Am I, I less deserving? Of, is that, am I less deserving of somebody's respect? Fuck and no. I was like, no, no. And so I, that's when I began to embrace it, that I was like, I want to throw people, I always say this, I, that I love when people underestimate me. I want to throw people out of left field. You know, I am going to have my doctorate and I'm going to sit up in my office like this. I'm going to sit up in my office with all the pink and all oh God, of the dude. little. <laughs> and be like, yes, I, I have a, an appointment with Dr. Guardado. And then you're going to be like, yes, I'm right here. Ready for I'll be like that. I'll be like, that's me. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, that's me. Uh, Get I'll, in there. I'll be like, that, oh, that's me. I'm like, I like your shoes, by the way. And I'd be like, <laughs> and I'd say things like that. So like I said, like it's, I, I love to under, people underestimate me. You know, people sometimes uh, be treating me all kinds of different ways because of the way that I look or they think that I'm going to start crying or something like that, or they think that because I dress soft and angelic that they can like walk over me or that I'm going to be this sensitive little thing. And I always think to my head, why are they acting like this? And I realize, oh, they think I'm not going to say something. Yeah, and it's because people like to put us in boxes. Like mm -hmm. people like to, I could really, I'll get into that in a sec, I'll let you finish, mm -hmm. but people really like to, they see us, and I think everyone has experienced this, um, people see you and they immediately make assumptions about you. They think mm -hmm. that they know what kind of person you are, who you are based off of how you look. But maybe I just, maybe we just like this stuff. Maybe mm -hmm. it just makes us feel good. Maybe it makes us happy. It doesn't have anything. Our exterior has nothing to do with our interior and who we are as a person. The way that we dress does not define our values in any way. It doesn't. I totally agree with you. And like I said, it's uh, and I it also does not put me in a box, like you said, like it does not put me in a box. I very much still wear t-shirts, right? That whole Taylor Swift, the whole anthem, I still very much am that person. I do very play video games. I do wear my little band, like, you know, my band t-shirts and everything, my little baggy jeans. I still wear a hoodie and sneakers. I still do that. But I also am this as well. And I like to throw people out of left field all the time with that. And I think that, um, you know, also I love, you know, we talked about femininity and how we like to express it and everything. Uh, I love to juxtapose, you say you like, like feminine things with rough edges. I like to juxtapose um, masculine things with feminine things in like a balanced kind of way. Like I will love to, like, for example, this, this is such a masculine fit on me because it is so baggy. It is barely up, but what makes it really feminine is the color. Cause if this were a different color, it'd be, it'd be different, you know, like it's mm -hmm. like the color, the texture, little pearl detailings that it has on there. Um, I love thing. to pair it. 
the cinch thing, yes, the little cinch thing it has up here. Um, I love to wear it with some lace underneath because that also keeps it like very delicate and feminine. Um, I'm not wearing jeans right now, but I usually typically, I take the bagginess of this outfit and run with it. I wear baggy on the bottom. I'll wear some boots on the bottom as well, but I'll keep this very feminine and delicate because I love to juxtapose the two things. Nice. Um, I love it's to wear- It's funny how you like feminize things and I yeah. almost like- um, I take feminine things and, and, and make them, I don't know, uh, kind of androgynous sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. I give them, I, I I give them the rough edges. It's, it's cute yeah. things with rough edges. Yeah. Cause I would say I also do the, the reverse. Yeah. Like instead of taking this and being like, okay, well now that I'm so loose up here, I want to wear something fitted. Nah, we're going to take it and wear all the baggy things. We're going to, I love to hide and hide in fabric and everything. I don't like anything. That's like, for me, my femininity is not so much, um, like you mentioned, like you like to be sex forward. Mine mm -hmm. is not. Mine is more of like, I want to. So essentially if you and I switched outfits, we would both be uncomfortable the house. I wore lingerie at TJ Maxx, so. <laughs> well, no, I know, but like, I mean. Well, like something like, yes, for, yeah, for, like, the, for yeah. the audience, I, I. I just have pants. And yeah. The, that's the piece. That's what we're working yeah. with. Like, uh. It's yes, like, and like you have a lot of like bodycon things too, and that makes, makes me uncomfortable too. For me, with bodycon things, I like to have something that's gonna cover a oh, little yeah. bit. Y'all think like I'm trying to hide? Y'all think I'm trying to hide the lonja? No, I'm like, see the lonja. She's see the <laughs> hold on to her. <laughs> yeah, like for me, I just don't like the like the attention of like ah oh, my body. So I feel like see for me, see for you, what feminizes it is your body, right? Like that's where the, you pull the femininity from is your body, your essence, the you know the energy. Uh, for me what is feminizing for things it's like the pink the soft the things that I feel like I'm not sometimes because you know we talk about boxes and everything I don't feel like my personality very much is uh and that's why I had that whole I'm not like other girls or thing because I didn't feel like my personality was feminine mm -hmm. uh, I didn't feel that and that's why I was like I'm not like other girls and what I learned from that was to see it as because if you do feel this if you're a listener or watching um and you feel that you are not like other girls um number one rooted in misogyny but that's okay so, you know i had thoughts like that and i grew from that um it's just ask yourself how is it in what way do you believe you're not like other girls what is yeah. it but is, is that what does that mean and like for me what i realized what that meant was that i felt that i was not like a traditional type of girl but there are very much girls who play video games who like anime mm -hmm you know, are, you know, like rock bands and listen to metal like I did. There are a lot of girls like that. There mm -hmm. are girls who don't wear makeup. And then I realized, oh, I don't feel like I'm different from other girls. I just feel like I'm different, period. Mm -hmm. I'm just different from people in general. And that's okay. And that helped me be able to celebrate my individuality without being misogynist and putting mm -hmm. other women down. Um, and so I would invite you to ask yourself, um, about that is it do you just feel different from women or maybe you just feel different at all because being a woman and being an individual are not exclusive you can be both you can be individual and different and also be a woman and be feminine and be yeah. all those things you also, are not conforming i love yeah. that also i was gonna say to that i love i love that um mm -hmm. the way that you are um the way that it's misogynistic at least the way that I'm perceiving it, um, because I definitely used to feel the other end of that. But the way that, that, that you're, when you say things like that, that means that you have accepted the box that women are supposed to fit into. You, that means that you have accepted the, like, the gender norms that they have placed on our gender. 
that men mm-hmm. have placed on our gender. This is what a woman does. This is what a woman is like. This is a, mm-hmm. and you don't fit that. So you're like, I'm not like other girls, right? Mm-hmm. But like, why is that the standard for girls? Why, why is what men have defined and we have accepted at times? And that's also okay. Like if you are like mm-hmm. those girls, that's fine. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, there's with, nothing wrong with you. But that, but our femininity, that's that's my thing. Our femininity is defined by us, by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Actually. Um, you were talking about like how you were super girly growing up and then, um, and then it turned opposite for me. It was, it was quite the opposite. Cause I, again, I grew up with brothers. I have one older brother and then I have two younger brothers. Um, my youngest brother wasn't born until I was like six, seven. So like mm-hmm. he wasn't so much a part of my girl. I was more like a, another mom to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up with brothers and my, do you think my mom dressed us alike? Hell the hell. Yeah, she did. Hell the fuck. Yeah, she did. We had, me and Jessica had some matching outfits sometimes. I looked, I didn't, I, I looked girly sometimes, but also my girl isn't like the, my girl, my mom isn't the girliest girl. Uh, so I wasn't very girly. And then my dad was, you know, he, he always embraced, I will say, um, you know, me and my dad have had our moments, but one thing that I do like is he's always, I can tell that he's always really liked that I um, and very much like, I can do it. Like, you know, my mom would say comments like, you know, growing up in the, the cultures that we do, like, um, like let your brothers carry that, let your brothers do that. Like, just, you know, that's like a it's the thing guys do. Right. And I'd be like, what? No, I could do it. I want to do it. And I'm always like, I, I like, I'm defiant with like even being in the kitchen. So like, as I became a teenager, I got really hyper feminine, like on the outside, like I, I wore the skirts. I did my makeup. I, I I started painting my nails. I remember one year, and then I was like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> it's too much mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. I um, I had all of the accessories. I was, you know, I I was very I was very girly. Um, but my personality wasn't so much so. I think a place where I realized that, and I can't remember what you said that sparked this thought in my mind. But you mm-hmm. were talking about something, and I remember being like, oh. Um, for me, a place where I felt shame in my my girliness, I suppose, uh, because once I started to get comfortable in my skin and really find that what I like is to just literally wear whatever it is that I want to wear. And mm-hmm. I do do that, but I have moments, I've had moments where I get... Um, I get nervous about my defiance, you know, cause I had a year when I was 21, 21. Yeah. When I was 21, I shaved a side of my hair. I had like a, I like had a shaved side and mm-hmm. I like had designs on it. Like for a whole year, I loved it. And sometimes I want to do it again. And with this short hair, it looks really good. Cause that's the length I have, mm-hmm. but I hated the grow up process. But I remember like the place that I always felt weird was in meeting like adults or outsiders, like, um, for a job interview or something, getting worried that they're going to immediately judge me based off of what my hair looks like or the things I choose to wear, obviously time and place to wear things. But I always never felt like I could go anywhere like myself, like in the past when I met an SO's parents. And like to this day, those are the feelings I have. Like I get nervous about meeting an SO's, you know, parents because I'm like, I can't wear the things that I'd normally wear. I'd have to pull out my parent approved outfits and then slowly ease them into this is what the fuck I wear and I hate that I really do I always feel like I have to turn myself sometimes and it, and it comes out for me specifically in relationships mm-hmm. um, I remember at the time that I had my shaved side was when I met my my ex-husband's family and I was mm-hmm. really really nervous about my shaved side 
And I was just like, oh no, like, what are they going to say? Are they going to say like, oh, she's this, she's that. Like, I've Mm -hmm. always felt people make their decision about who I am before getting to know me. And like, like we said last week in our podcast, like, Bay and Oliver are like, she's so innocent. <laughs> like, I, I don't, yes, my, although I am like a, a loud person and very energetic and all that stuff, when you get the blanket to, time, ah, blanket time. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you get to know me, I don't think that my exterior defines me at all. Like, you see me and you probably, I don't know what people think when they see me, you know, like I have like the colored hair, I, I, I dress like very, I'm very revealing. I wear a lot of revealing clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk around like I own the place sometimes. Like, I don't know. And I always get really nervous about that. I always take, I'm, I'm a very dominant personality. I can be mm-hmm. very dominant, like when I carry myself kind of person. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that about myself. But when I am in the place of like meeting someone who I feel like I need to impress, like that they're um, opinion of me matters. I always mm-hmm. feel like I have to hide myself. I always feel that way. And I hate that. I hate that because I shouldn't have to, but I'm, I also want them to like me and I want, it's- I don't want them to write me off immediately. And, and that's why I get so hell bent on being defiant because I'm like, you can't tell me like, that the way that I look is the way that I deserve to be treated or like that, you know, who I am just off of how I look or, or that like, for example, me wearing this, I'm not asking for it. If I were wearing my hoodie and my sweats that I was wearing 20, not 20 minutes ago, before we filled this 20 minutes before we filmed this podcast, I wasn't asking for it then. And I'm not asking for it now. And sometimes I will just purposely like this to be like, I'm still not asking for it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, um, because sometimes that's the attitude people give me. Like, maybe you shouldn't wear that. Like, maybe it's like, yeah. Like, what is that? What does that perpetuate to say you shouldn't wear that? Or what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Like, I, I totally feel you for me. Same like meeting. I'd say not so much in SO's parents or just P- adults or just anyone in general. I feel like I'm not taken seriously. And again, I like people who underestimate me because people definitely think that I'm not going to say something, but I am. I am, okay? I always have the saying that I say, uh, no me buscas que me encuentras. Like it's, you <laughs> no. will find me. <laughs> yes, yes, You yes. will find me. If you look for me, you will find me. And trust me, if you try me, even if I'm dressed like this, you will find me. And I think that that's uh, like, that's something that I love to people undress me, but I do feel that people don't take me seriously. Yeah, um, guys, um, um, Bay is scary. <laughs> <laughs> It is scary. She like, you know, she looks like she, she is a princess. First of all, she is a princess. Um, but like, she ain't kidding. She ain't kidding. She, she, (laughs) she like, it doesn't take a, like, if you want to try her, like right off the bat, you try her. Whereas Mm -hmm. for me, I have a shit ton of patience and I do not like confrontation. So Mm -hmm. if you find me like (laughs) in that same (laughs) sense, you have tried exponentially hard and whatever you get at you, honestly, you got, you don't want to find me either. But it takes a long time to find me because I just I don't like mm-hmm. I don't like I don't I will I will bite my tongue. That's 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 the thing I hate about it. I do bite I, my I tongue. Don't. I, I, I don't. If it's like, I if I have a way that like if people um 
seem to me like they're trying to say some snide remark or say something to me it's like you want a clap back you will get a clap back i will clap back if that's what you want i do have a lot of patience but i do not like someone trying to put me down or think that i'm not going to because of the way that i look um and that's why i'm like no i don't want somebody to underestimate me so that is something with comes with femininity i think is that sometimes we have to and that's like a thing about liking feminine things i just you know so yeah i feel like with femininity there is always that um expectation almost or even expectation coming from ourselves that we need to prove something and it kind of sucks it kind of sucks because we wouldn't feel like we need to prove something if people didn't perceive femininity in a certain way um because like i mentioned like i also grew up as a tomboy i have a brother and that's all i've ever had um is a brother and so like it's uh i mostly that's what had me leaning in more to video games we played video games together we watched tv together um i and here's like where it was kind of like a not a double standard but how see the rules of society were slowly put into me was that we would play with his toys with i could play with like you know the action figures and watch wrestling with him but he was not playing Barbie horse adventures with me and he was not playing with my Barbies and we weren't playing jump rope outside. We were playing, indulging in these activities and that was okay. Yeah. It's like, it's more accessible. I mean, I think especially the queer community can resonate with this. It Uh is more acceptable for a girl to be tomboyish because then for a boy to be feminine. And I think a lot of that has to do with when you think about it, who's going to be the more upset parent? And it's just also rooted in misogyny, right? It is. It's rooted that, in misogyny. Dad's not going to be mad that baby girl wants to spend some time with, with, um, with him. Whereas yeah. dad's going to be mad if, you know, put, you know, not everybody, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to generalize. If, if your son is like, I want to put a dress on, you know, it's, it's misogyny. It's, it's that, misogyny. Yeah. It's misogyny because again, no, there is no, there was no eyebrows raised when I was like, I like green now. I want all of my whole, my, my color scheme of life to be green, you know, and everything, all my little drinking cups and all my little things were now green and not pink anymore. That was okay. But can y'all imagine the kind of, uh, I don't even know how my parents would have reacted or even, or even just other people. Can y'all imagine if my brother were like, I like pink now, like that would be, it would have been more eyebrow raised. And everyone like, excuse me, what? Like they, they, that would, yeah, you know, that would have been something like that. And so I think that, um, that like, you're right. It, that is, and this is why we internalize that misogyny sometimes as females and why I internalize that because for me to reject feminine ideals and be like, oh, I'm not like them. Look at me liking all these masculine things. The fact that I was out here celebrating my masculine side and the fact that I didn't like feminine things. Uh, yeah, guys, if you're wondering, was I a pick me? low-key low-key a pick me um but the only reason why i say low-key is because i've always talked about my demisexuality i didn't have no crushes so it really wasn't to impress any crushes but it was just for me to be feel accepted in society is Mm -hmm. that i'd be like look at me i need to be i'm you know i'm I'm girly but like or like i like this but like i like male things too i like video games and i like rock bands and i like all these things and i play all the and so i had to feel like again proving myself not to be feminine because i wanted to be celebrated because the qualities that are always celebrated are more masculine qualities you know Um, it's funny though that you say that because as you were talking about that, I remembered, and, and we won't name the person, obviously. Mm-hmm. You were the one that told me this. Um, I had an ex-boyfriend, um, one of my boyfriends in high school. 
who I started in high school, I think was my louder journey towards finding myself uh, without finding myself. And so although I was very girly, I started to lean into this slightly. You know, I, I definitely, I always love fashion. I think lately I haven't been doing fashion as much because just broke bitches out here, but mm-hmm. like, I've always loved fashion. And so I've always worn things that are kind of different. And I remember like some of the gifts that he would give me were very more classically feminine things. And I remember you were the one to tell me that I think that you said that he said I dressed weird or something. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was number one, a stupid comment. Um, and yes, and I will say this, the gifts and the things that once you told me, these are the things that were given to me by him, they were, yes, they were feminine, but not even in this color scheme. They were yeah. feminine and like grown up feminine. How again, wait, said like even this for me for in the eyes. They had, they had feminine silhouettes. They had feminine silhouettes, but the colors were very much older. They were older. They were like, it yeah, was like it was, he was trying to put me in a box of what his perfect girl should look like. And like somehow I was that girl, but I wasn't. And mm-hmm. he was trying to make me that sometimes. And it's like, exactly. and I'm not going to sit here and act like he was like, oh, controlling all this. No, no, no. It was just, there was just moments. There was subtle. just moments here. There was and subtle then, moments and, here and there. And there, there's moments like that, subtle things like that are often sometimes damaging, you know? I'm like, I'm sorry that that's something that, that happened to you because I think about that. And I, I remember even in that time, I put myself in your situation and I thought, damn, I would hate for, for someone to do that to me. I've, most for, relationships I've been in, like the, at one point, they, like I said, no one get, can tell me what to wear, but mm-hmm. they've all tried me at one point. Never in the beginning, because again, I lead with that. I lead mm-hmm. with that. That is my like, you know, I, I lead with nobody tells me what to do. Nobody tells me how to, how to dress. I don't have time for jealous people. So, you know, obviously I gave them a cheat sheet of like, don't come out with the shit in the beginning. Cause I'm a walk, I'm a walk. And so eventually down the line, I have had SOs that will be like, I don't, I don't, I don't, why are you, maybe you put like a sweater on or something like that. Or like, you know, they, they're a little, they will get like a little more critical. I'm just like, I said, nobody tells me what to wear. I meant it. The fact that you can brush it off though. Like for me, that would be an argument. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I just, I don't pay them any attention, but what I will say is it's, uh, it's damaging in the sense that although nobody tells me what to wear, I still have that fear whenever I post things, like if I'm with someone, like that they might be like, oh my God, why are you posting that? Like, oh my, cause I, I straight up posted me doing the walk dance in some booty shorts and a crop top. Like my ass is out. Like I posted, I'm damn near, now I'm asking my fault on my thirst traps. That's it. <laughs> and like, and I, I do have plans after this pandemic to take me a a sensual photo shoot. I want to take a, a like a nudie type photo shoot and and post that shit because I just want to like embrace myself and my body and all that stuff. So it's like, yes, guys, like they, it's like they're never satisfied. I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Like they they like want someone who's kind of like boyish, but actually when you know maybe they are, they also kind of are like, cause I've been on that end too. Uh, like, Oh, maybe you, maybe, maybe you should wear some like a dress or something like that. And then, and then maybe the dress is too short or maybe like you dress like super feminine, like me, like in a sexually mm-hmm. feminine way. And then it's like, Oh, maybe you should cover up or, you know, maybe you should do this. Like there, it feels like sometimes like, it's like, it's just this control thing. And, and again, I want to make sure that it's clear that we're not generalizing here. We're just saying this is really experience. our experience. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not everything. And si te queda el saco, 
Exactly. You got to reevaluate. Re if, if the, the shoe off, fits, that's not what she yes. said. For her, it's if the jacket fits. But in English, yeah. if the shoe fits. If the shoe fits, you got to reevaluate. And now we're not judging. If the shoe is fitting you, whether it's the what I mentioned, the whole I'm not like other girls, the whole trying to police what people wear, maybe reevaluate. I'm not, I'm, what I, I don't, I'm not some kind of person to jump down someone's throat and be like, mm, toxic, canceled. I'm not that kind of person yeah. if you like that. But I will say reevaluate because those are often stemming from other things. Um, like I mentioned, like my misogynist beliefs were stemming from, like I said, like uh, most of my life, it was acceptable to be, like you said, be a tomboy to do all these things. And like, but then it alienated me from women and everything. And then actually, you know, I also had this mentality that women, this is also misogynistic mentality, that women are all bitches and mean. Number one, as coming from someone who's a bitch. I have that mentality too. I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and act like mm -hmm. I've never, I 100% had that mentality, especially because although I can come off as pretty girly or feminine looking, I always, I don't understand girl talk a lot of the time. Up until I think this last year, I've never been able to find a steady girl group because I just don't feel like I fit. And I always feel real shitty when I leave and all this stuff. And yeah, I used to, I used to have that like, like, ah, girls, this girls that like, I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and act like I haven't had toxic mindsets rooted in misogyny as well. Misogynist. But yeah. I think it's important to think to you. And I, you were the one that called me out on that. You, you mm -hmm. were the one that were like, Danielle, that's kind of misogynist. And I was like, I was in denial for half a second. And then I had to sit and evaluate and be like, you know what? She's right. Why the fuck am I doing that? I'm over here saying all these things and I love women and all that stuff. But also on the double side, I didn't realize that by feeling left out by women sometimes, it created this weird feeling that I, I, I absorbed a little bit of the, the misogyny. And, and, you know, that's okay. We're not, we're that's not, okay, perfect, yeah. but, but mm -hmm. we just, you sit there, you evaluate it and you're like, why, why do I feel that way? Why is that bad? Like, why should I not feel that way? And, and, you know, and you work on it. And I yeah. think that's what we're trying to say with all I that. think so too. Yeah. Like I said, like, and this, and again, if you have felt like, you know, personally victimized by Regina George, if you have felt <laughs> that, if you have felt like uh, victimized by a mean girl, you came across a mean bitch coming from a mean bitch. That's why I say me the word mean bitch. I'm mean. Um, I can be mean, you know, but I'm not no, with nobody who's, I, I can be mean, a equal opportunity, right? <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a guy, We'll catch these hands too. If you're a woman, you'll catch the hands as well. Like, it's, <laughs> like I, I, you know, said like I will be an equal opportunity. But point is, um, like I said, but I wouldn't ever be like all girls are mean. There are mean girls out there, and if you have felt, you know, attacked by a girl group, if you've ever felt, I feel it too. I was also bullied. You know, I feel you. I'm not trying to diminish anybody who thinks that girls are mean or that girls are like that or whatever. Like, well, because they've had bad experiences with women or mean girls. I have had that as well. Same. Uh, but to generalize is a misogynist ideal and it's the whole, uh, yeah and that's the side effect that happened with me i i mm -hmm. I've experienced the bullying from all the bullying i've had have been from women i've felt isolated and all that stuff and 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 that's what happened I, mm -hmm. I, it, it grew a resentment and I internalized that. And, and I'm really glad that you called me out on my bullshit. Cause that's what being friends is about y'all. Like, you know, it's understanding and being there for each other, but also like, I always tell people that's the kind of friend I am. If you want a friend that's going to be like, I am a, like, a, everything's going to be okay, but it's going to tell you what you want to hear. Even if it's not the truth, you're talking to the wrong person. Don't mm -hmm. come to me if you want to hear lies. Cause you're not going to hear lies from me. I, if I really, if you talk to me about you and you're this and you're that and you fuck up and I'm going to be like, dude, like, honestly, I can understand where you're coming from, but like you were wrong. And I appreciate that you did that for me too, that you were like, Hey, I can understand why you feel that way. But dude, that's, it's kind of fucked up.
Thank you. I think like, yeah, like it's, uh, it's also because I've, you know, I've had to do the work because I, I totally resonate with that. I thought all girls were mean. And then I met, then I had to reflect and sit there and realize I have met such nice people yes. who are women. Daniela, yes. I have other friends that I can list off that are the nicest people ever that I'm like, protect them at all costs. Like, you know, like that I'm like that. And I realize they are, they are women. And to generalize a whole group of women is falling into the misogynist mentality that women are, should be pitted against each other, that they want to see the girl fight the cat fights. They want y'all to be, always be in conflict. They don't want y'all to uplift each other. We, they don't want us to uplift each other because they're afraid of what we might be if we actually sit here and uplift each other instead of trying to compete, try to put each other down, try to like, you know, like have misogyny, try to be like, I'm better than her because of this because I, I don't adhere to feminine ideals. Like it's like, definitely. But to move to the positives of femininity, like I mentioned. I have never felt more happy than I do now. And it's, uh, this is like what I consider like my gender expression. You know, I, you know, I like to be all pink sometimes. Other times I'm not. Other times I wear the all black. Other times I'm not wearing this. But regardless, I have felt so happy and at peace with myself. Um, it has helped me take out some negative, negative thoughts in my brain and also negative people in my life. That if I'm over here talking about fashion, if I'm wearing heels, because I do wear heels most of the time, if I'm out here wearing heels and everything and someone's trying to criticize me or trying to put down like my intelligence, my integrity, my me as a person because of these things, it makes me be like, that's a bad person or that's a person that needs to reevaluate or when like, or need, I need to have a conversation with that person and be like, hey, what you're doing to me uh, is misogynist. That's misogynist for you to act this way around me. And it like kind of just sets that up, but I have never felt happier. Like I sit here in this pink palace that I live in and I, I wake up happy every single day and I wake up, like, you know, it sounds, I know it sounds cheesy. I know guys, um, but I can't believe it either. Um, and you know, I love to talk about clothes and makeup and I do still talk about, I can have my makeup, my clothes, my heels and everything, and also still have my video games, my metal bands and all these other things mm -hmm. that I like. I can have the, both. They can coexist and that's yes. still feminine. That's still a woman. That's not anything and I can find girls on both of the spectrums I can find girls who only like talk about makeup and fashion and hair and I can also find girls who love to like you know be like well are down to game with me and like talk about anime and all these other things and so like it has really helped me you know I talk about being at peace with thyself I talked about it in the year in review I really am at peace with thyself um with this whole feminine energy and ideal and everything I think I finally reached a point where I'm at peace with myself too. Mm -hmm. And really just what I've been trying to do these last few weeks, especially put into practice what I've talked about last, the last time you guys saw a podcast is um, uh, really just live for myself and stop living for the expectations that other people expect out of me. Like as you were talking, I, I started thinking about a lot of things. Like I love myself too. I love when I dress how I want to dress. Oh, I just, I'm so happy. I have a new philosophy in my closet. Like, you know, when we're talking about femininity as far as our clothes, because femininity mm -hmm. is not just how we dress. It's how we carry ourselves. It's, it's whatever you define femininity as mm -hmm. that is your femininity and somebody else's femininity is something else. I don't feel like mm -hmm. there should be one box, you know, because yeah. obviously we are two different spectrums and some people might say, but you both look feminine. You know, you're both wearing makeup. Um, Daniela, your boobs are out. Um, uh, Jennifer, you're, you're wearing pink. Uh, Daniela, mm -hmm. you got, you know, necklaces on. I don't know. You might say that we both mm -hmm. look some sort of feminine. Yes. Cool. But I feel feminine in like this outfit or like I was saying in like my jeans and like 
my fake Tim's because <laughs> I don't have real Tim's and I like a t-shirt too. like but like the, the the philosophy I have now in my closet to feel good in my femininity all the time is I throw out not throw out I give away mm-hmm. I donate anything that doesn't make me feel like a bad bitch all the time even pajamas because the body dysmorphia can be so real. It can be so real that even in pajamas, I'll put on like pajamas and they're just asleep and I'll be like, I look so ugly. Like nah, even in my pajamas, I want to feel cute. Even if it's like, like not like, you know, I'm not saying I'm like wearing these silk pajamas or like a nightgown. No, no, no. no Bro, that's no. not me either. <laughs> but, like, but like, I still want to be like, these are comfy and I look adorable or something, you know? Like that yeah. is, that is one of my philosophies. And also like, I'm going to say something that I don't know if it's going to make sense. It makes sense in my brain. But like for me, with my femininity, especially like with my body, like something I say a lot is um, like, so like I said that my, my fashion or whatever at times, cause I think mm-hmm. I have, I have different styles. I have, we have um, like sex forward Daniela, which is like mm-hmm. this one. We have um, spooky bitch has been a new addition that has stuck around since the I still really like spooky bitch and sometimes spooky bitch is actually a combination of the two different styles and then I have like queer Daniela which is like where I pull in some more masculine energy but I still feel Mm -hmm. very feminine because I'm feminine Mm -hmm. um what other versions of Daniela is there are those the oh and then there's fitness Daniela which is the most common one because I'm in leggings literally all the time um so we got like four versions of Daniela but like when I'm in and fitness Daniela can be very sex forward too when I'm in this, yes, my outfits are sex forward, but like something I like will tell like my parents when they say something. My dad doesn't say anything anymore because he knows better. <laughs> my mom, <laughs> my mom knows though, and um, she goes, Daniela, tapate. Daniela, no crees que ese vestido está un poco corto? So she says, Daniela, cover yourself. Daniela, don't you think that dress is like a little too short? That skirt mm-hmm. is a little too short. She's gonna be like, you're gonna bend over. He said, the todo. And I was like, and so what if it does? Like nobody's ever seen a butt before. Like nobody's ever seen a this. Like also I'm wearing shorts. Also I know how to move around and stuff or whatever. But yeah. It's like oh my god, nobody. Uh, uh, like you know, oh my shoulder, my shoulder. God forbid somebody see my. Oh shoulder. my god, yeah. And they lose shoulders. control of themselves. So I said, I, I tell my mom, stop sexualizing my body. Although my fashion can be very sex forward, it's mm-hmm. someone's decision to sexualize me. I can sexualize myself, but that doesn't mean that I'm asking for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I and and when I say like sex forward, it's just more that like like I just it's embrace more my revealing. Body. It's more yeah. revealing. That's what I mean by it. But that doesn't give anybody the right to sexualize me. Yeah, that says yeah. you you choose to sexualize a person because just like you can sexualize me, you can sexualize her. You can sexualize somebody covered up completely. You choose to sexualize someone. You have the capacity in your mind to not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I love, I love my femininity and I'm starting to feel really comfortable in myself and, and I'm trying really hard. I, that's one thing I'm definitely going to try is to embrace who I am at all times, because for the most part, I am very confident, but like we talked about earlier, I have moments where I feel like I need to hide myself and I don't want to do that anymore. I want to really be my full self all the time and just, and just be fearless be fearless, be fearless, be proud, be yourself, find yourself, play around with fashion, you know, cause it's a journey to figure out what it is. I think, I think the fashion is very important yes. because it's, um, it's, it's creative. It's a creative outlet. It's a way to express yes. ourselves. It's, it, like, it's, I wear it for me. This is, although you can't judge me by my cover, this is also still my personality. It's I'm colorful. I'm defiant. I'm, you know, like, I feel like a boss bitch and I'm like telling myself I am a boss bitch. 
Yeah, I love it. And I, this is coming from the whole fashion to express yourself. This is coming from somebody who in middle school, we wore uniforms and people were like sad about it. I was like, why is everybody sad? Like, who cares about clothes? I can see now, I can see why I would be sad if I, I get sad wearing my work clothes, work clothes that I, it's so sad. I'm like, I want to wear this, but it's also not practical. But I'm like, I want to wear things like this. And I, I would love to exist like this all the time, you know? And like you said, like, it's very important to exist in the way you want to all the time. You know, like I said, for me, again, my uh, femininity, it just depends on how I want to put it forward that day. Um, I am very notorious for just wearing like something it's not colorful pink at all and just be like you know what how am I going to make it feel like me so I'll put on like a hair bow right uh, I've always loved that with the whole like having my hair like long because I feel like it gives me like a princessy vibe and that was a uh, yeah what I meant with the short hair stuff for me because I do like to juxtapose things when I had short really short hair um my senior year when I decided to be like maybe I do kind of want to get into fashion a little bit um the way that I juxtaposed it was that I had my super short hair like you know borderline pixie cut and then I would wear something like a floral print and I you know, so like feminine but like the hair kind of contrasted it and same thing when my hair was short I tended to wear things like this um and yeah so I always feel like it's like you know play around with like you know how you want to express yourself whether that's your hair or your clothing um it's a uh, it's super important I didn't realize that even back then I did not um the whole pajamas thing I need to I need to absorb that tip <laughs> ugly ass pajamas too but also they're comfy but I'm like ah but yeah it's like I feel you I need to work on that one and like I feel you about the sexualizing thing that's a hard one for me like that one like I tend to feel bad about my outfits uh when someone points out to me that they're revealing I tend to feel really uncomfortable. So I have to work on that one. I've had that before. Like, you know, sometimes moms be saying things and that's always my mom too. It's nobody else ever. It used to be my brother who was like, why are you wearing that? Put on some clothes. He'd always be like that. But then like uh, he stopped. But like my mom always is like, I can see your butt. She's like, oh, she's like, I can see your boobs doing that. And I'm like, then I always feel like, like I, I always feel so self-conscious and so I'm like, I got to work on that one. That's a hard one. But it is a hard yeah. one. I can, I can resonate with that in the sense of like, I, as a, um, this is a whole other topic that we'll talk about some other time. Yeah, of course. But I do get uncomfortable sometimes depending on who the crowd is, like where I want to cover up. And it's not so much not feeling like myself. It's just like, you know, as someone who's a survivor, like there's that, that fear that randomly comes up too. And then I have to remind myself, it's someone's decision to sexualize my body. This is just a body. These are just yes so you've never seen boobs in your life like oh my god right and it's happened I'm sure sure all women share this one it's happened to me when I'm wearing like a hoodie and leggings Mm -hmm. people have sexualized me in a hoodie and leggings so that's that's what I promise it doesn't matter that's happened Mm -hmm. yeah so I totally agree with that part and on that note how are we doing on our chais I just finished mine I've been sipping along for a while oh there's like nothing left that's it (laughs) I have been, mine is done. I have been done uh, for a while. I've been just babysitting the cup and sipping at it and remembering that it was empty. Oh, I hate uh, when I do those. For those of you awesome. watching, yeah, for those of you watching, y'all probably saw me sip and like, you're like, did you even drink anything? <laughs> I didn't. I forgot that it was empty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that would mean that this concludes this Feminine Forward podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was my favorite episode. I say that all the time though. Uh, my favorite episode. And yeah, so that would mean this chai is done. And so is, so is the cheese mint. <laughs> And I hope you guys uh, stay tuned and keep up with our new episodes coming out on the World of Ferriera YouTube and on Anchor or Spotify, whatever it may be that you are listening to us on. 
Make sure that you like, share, subscribe. If you're listening to our podcast on a listening platform and there is a rating option, please leave us a rating. We appreciate you guys so much. Also, in case you guys didn't know, um, this Sunday for Self-Care Sunday, we're going to go live on our Instagram at world underscore of underscore Feriela. We're going to go live. We're going to go live. Let's see. Hold on. I have it written down right here what time we're going live. I believe. Yes, we're going live at 7 p.m. Standard time. And we're going to do like a mini pod and we're just going to jump on and we're going to do face masks. So grab your face mask and we're just going to chit chat while the face mask dries. So it's not going to be crazy long, but we're just going to hop on. We're going to apply our face mask. We're going to chit chat about whatever the hell we decide to. It's going to be our first live. We're really excited for it. Yeah, so hope to see you guys on there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. Ciao. Salud. Bye. Bye.